Hello? Did Hello. I make it? <laughs> Wait, what the heck? It's okay. Let's let it settle. Okay. I made it. I was having technical difficulties. <laughs> of course. Of course. Hi. <laughs> you look good. Oh, thank you. I wore my yellow today because I'm like, you know, it's gloomy outside. I just want to be a little bright. I know. I'm really like I had it. I've completely had it with the cold and it needs to go away forever as far as I'm concerned. I know. And I like to hibernate when it's cold. I'm very good at doing that. Mm -hmm. Falling asleep on the couch. Just being in bed just like this, hood on <laughs> with my snacks. <laughs> yeah like I, this recording date is um april 10th and it's still like 45 degrees I, I'm like, no that's just i know wrong. <laughs> i miss you it's all sorts of wrong okay i'm gonna we're gonna get this started so i'm gonna do a little introduction okay and then we're in ready yep okay <laughs> so hello and welcome to changed for the better the power of arts in education. I'm Stacey Tiro, a high school performing arts teacher for over 25 years. I've taught a lot of amazing people. Now that so many of my students are adults, they'll teach me how, through the lessons in my classroom, they have been changed for the better. And then that's when like the little dee 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 Intro. Yep, my little <laughs> intro. Okay, so intro finishes. Uh, so I am once again really excited about this interview. I feel like I stacked like, I don't know, the first 10 or so of my interviews um, with, you know, my absolute favorite people. Yeah. <laughs> I figured they would make the best interviewees. <laughs> Just like <laughs> stack them all in there. Um, so this is episode nine. Welcome to episode nine. Thank you. And uh, so I'm going to do a little, I do a little introduction of um, the people who I, the beautiful people who I'm looking at. So this person, and you get to say your name. So mm -hmm. this person um, actually started out on stage crew like when, when she started out I kind of thought that she was going to be like in the running for um, you know backstage manager that kind of thing like as a freshman she showed a lot of promise you know as far as leadership and and interest was concerned and then like all of a sudden she kind of showed an interest in being on stage I think that like she took that that first step on the crew and then she was like okay I'm gonna do it yep <laughs> and uh, so that performance bug, you know, bitter, bitter hard. <laughs> um, in her 10th grade year, she enrolled in my dance classes and started getting, you know, some training and getting some comfort with her. Very, she's very, very tall too. So her very tall kind of lanky body. <laughs> yep. and, and she grew tremendously like year to year to year very sort of quiet, but like really hardworking, really interested, like the kind of kid that I'm like, yeah, that's, that's the kid I want. Eventually she got the courage to actually audition. And she was like straight ensemble. She's like always in the ensemble and she was perfectly happy there. <laughs> that's <what I> was. <laughs> I'm good dancing in the back. Sometimes I'll come in the front and then I'll go back to the back. Yeah, I'll go right good. back. 
So your your first show was in The Wiz, right? Yeah, it was The Wiz. I actually auditioned for Footloose. Mm. And it was like, I spoke to Tendrina. Mm. Because I was like, oh my God, Tendrina, you're a dance captain, you know? And she's so sweet, mm. so kind. And I was like, this is a perfect person for me to talk mm. to. So she was like, honestly, you never know what's going to happen at the end. You just have to be courageous. And if you want to do it, do it. Because a lot of my friends were in uh, thespians, you know, they were in the fall show. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, musical, like, I like to dance a little bit. Let me see what it is. And I didn't make it, but I was like, okay, I didn't make it, but I can try again next year and go harder than I did this year. Thank God. (laughs) And I, and I guess it worked. (laughs) So she was in uh, The Wiz and in The Heights. And then of course, you know, West Side Story, which we can talk about later. And then her, her bravery like grew kind of exponentially each year. And so that in her third, in her, her third year as a dancer, her senior year, um, she was in that trio dance that I had talked about earlier on with Manny and with Emily to take yeah. me to church. Yeah. That's the one that like made me cry like all the time. <laughs> it was just like, ah, oh. and it was, it was a hard. And, and I actually went back and watched that the rehearsal video uh, from a long time ago. And, and I was just like, man, like, yeah, we, you, really, you kept us in shape with that dance. Like you were not playing around. No. No, I was like, I got my, I got my people. Now it's time to do it. It's time. Yep. To <laughs> um, and so she just loved performing and she just loved, you know, being, being out there. And she was really content, you know, like supporting leads and just exploring her, her, her body and her sense of, you know, what, what is performance. Um, and then she always had this, you always had this Zen sort of quality about you, um, which really honestly helped me to center myself whenever you walked in the classroom you had this kind of just and whatever you were feeling it that you weren't projecting that out you were just kind of like hmm and so I was always able to just like stop and take a breath and go okay Kayla's here good we're we're in a good place now and Mm -hmm. and and I I'm still that way like whenever you walk into my room like I just need to like drink in the hug yes and a long hug we always drink in those hug. like long hugs and relax and and like then then I love okay life life is good mm-hmm. so moving forward she she graduated she went to Ithaca and then she transferred to SUNY Cortland and she wound up with her bachelor's in speech and hearing sciences right yeah and then after some serious soul searching a lot I, re- I remember in a pandemic <laughs> she realized that her passion and her gifts lie in a, in a, in a different place. And then she wound up taking the 200 hour yoga course for certification. And she got her, her yoga certificate. And now she somehow got her foot in the door at Columbia university where she teaches yoga there. (laughs) It's just like, I know it's crazy. (laughs) It's amazing. So uh, we're going to, we're going to move this forward. Mm -hmm. So we're going to ask you question number one, which is probably the easiest question. Uh, you're going to please tell me, us, the viewers, your name, the year that you graduated, and talk more about what you do now. Okay. So my name is Kayla Tavares, and I graduated in 2015. And actually, I just want to bring this up because I watched Elijah's interview, <laughs> and um, he said spring 2015. 
2016 like he was in college and I died when he said that he's like I graduated in spring 2015 I know Um, it was so funny but yeah so I graduated 2015 and um I'm a yoga instructor at Columbia University right now it's crazy for me to say that but one day over the summer, last summer, I was looking for teaching jobs because it is very hard being a new teacher trying to get um, a studio job or you know any yoga teaching job in general yeah. because you need to have a lot of experience. Some of these studios really have rigorous like rules there and how they want things done. Yeah. So <clears throat> I was in the bathroom like just on my phone and I'm like, I need to find a job. It was like early in the morning, like 3 a.m. So I went on Indeed and Columbia University popped up and it was like, I'm looking for yoga instructors. But this was strictly for group fitness. Like you can pay to go to the gym and then take these courses, like as if you would take Zumba courses. Mm. So got in touch with the lady and she was like, had the interview and she was like, yes, we want you. You know, you're going to teach Monday, Wednesday, Friday at this time. I was like, okay. And then I get an email a few days later from her and she's like, oh, the physical education department is looking for another yoga teacher to teach a pass fail course. So I was like, professor? <laughs> like, professor? Like, yeah, I'm an associate, but I'm still teaching, you know, yoga to pass for a pass fail course. So I'm just like, my mind is really, it's a lot. It's, it was a lot to process, but I still can't believe that I got that position sure. out of training. That, well, I, I, so I'm not surprised. I mean, I, <laughs> I'm surprised just because, I, you know, I know how hard it is and, and, yeah. and to, to find work, but I'm not surprised that they, they like sort of landed on you. Like, I'm not at all surprised with that. You, you just, you exude that and you know and you're so intelligent and you're so whatever's going on inside and it could be like you don't give that off at all so whatever you're exuding to the people who are hiring you I'm like yep I'm glad that they they read you Uh, okay. So I'm really excited about that. I, I didn't actually realize that you were a professor. I don't know if you knew I graduated my, with my master's from teacher's college. Yeah. 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 You told me, um, <laughs> when I saw you for the book signing, that's right. You got to briefly talk at the end. It was just really, really brief. Cause we both yeah, yeah. had to go. Yeah. Yeah. So when I just saw Columbia, I was like, oh, I know that place. <laughs> oh, okay. So now let's, let's move into question number two. These are some of the harder questions, but they're the good ones. All right. So using your adult brain, describe your adolescent self. Okay. So I, you know, leading up to this interview, I was thinking a lot about who I used to be Mm -hmm. and some parts of me, I really remember, but other parts I'm just like, Maybe I don't remember because I was continuously the same person up until today. Mm-hmm. I think you described it perfectly earlier. I was like a gentle giant, like tall, quiet, came, did my business, went home, came back, did it again. Mm-hmm. And 
that was really me from the moment I started school, like elementary school to throughout college. I just was quiet, spoke to the people who I needed to talk to, like uh, confided in the people that I wanted to. And then I just went on with my day and I was really happy doing that. Um, yeah, so I think that's how I was, just really quiet, calm, didn't really give off a lot. Unless no. you really needed to to talk to somebody. Yeah, about yeah. Me. And there was, it wasn't like you were, you weren't like a tough nut to crack. You weren't intentionally holding back. Right. You just didn't, you, you chose very carefully mm-hmm. when you shared yourself and when you were like, yeah, it was my boundary. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, you and actually, you're really you're really good at the the boundary setting, you know, concept, which a lot of people, especially at that age, even adults, like they don't they need some work. They do, yes. <laughs> on boundary setting, <laughs> me included. <laughs> um, so I think that's a very healthy kind of. It, it conserves your spirit. It conserves yes. your energy. Yeah. And one thing I always teach in my classes uh, is to protect your peace. And one of my friends, Jade, she's always like, your peace is really expensive. And it's like, if you have something really expensive, you don't want to lose that. You don't want to let that go. Mm-hmm. So it's something that's resurfaced mm-hmm. in my life, especially being a yoga teacher and teaching in the city. The city is a very high energy. There's so much going on. So much noise. When I go into the city, it's like I instantly turn, like my mood just switches. I'm like hard as a rock, like because I'm taking on everybody else's, how they act and what their energy is. And I don't want to be like that. Mm -hmm. So I really try to be like, Kayla, protect your peace, keep your peace, keep your peace, because I can't afford to, you know, like blow my lid and, Mm Uh, ruin everything that I've worked for you know personally so it's it's a little battle but yeah 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 yeah. but I can I also share I was looking at photos of me in high school (laughs) to see how different I look now (laughs) this is I don't know I wasn't we were trying to be like (laughs) this is a picture but like I don't look like that anymore is that Freshman year? This was senior year. This is a picture of all, uh, yeah, it's this picture with like all of us. Yeah, Vic, Gabby, yeah. Elijah. I, I, that's that's how I kind I remember you with like, you know, a whole hair. lot of hair. It was a lot yes. of hair there. I do yeah. remember. And I'm going to well, be asking you to send me some pictures, by the way. I mean, I have okay. pictures too, but you're going to you're going to send me a couple. Yeah. Um, all right. <laughs> that was awesome. Um, okay. Question three, ready? So we're reflecting on the, your studio slash, you know, dance class rehearsals experiences. That's where we are. Mm-hmm. So what was something that happened in the studio or by extension in, in rehearsals that helped you to manage or to regulate your adolescent self it was definitely there's just there's so many things but the thing that stands out to me the most was having the support of Tendrina that freshman year of school 
Because if I didn't get that support from her and then the support from you afterwards being like, it's okay. You know, it's okay that you didn't make it this year. Next year, you have to bring it really hard. And I was like, okay, I'll do that. And I've never worked hard ever in my life. I don't like working <laughs> at all, but I love dancing. And I'm not like the best dancer in the world, but it brought me so much peace, so much comfort. I was just so happy just being free mm. and hearing those lessons of just like, it is okay. It's not the end of the world that you didn't make it this time. There's so many more opportunities to prove to people and to prove to yourself that you are capable of achieving what you want. Mm -hmm. Even if it is just being an ensemble for every single play, which I was so happy being because I got to prove myself in that way. And I was able to be dance captain and I was able to get the gypsy robe, you know? So it was like, I did what I wanted to do with the support of Tendrina and the words from you freshman year. Mm. Like, I'm not mad about that. I'm really happy with how everything went in, in high school. Mm. Mm. And in the studio, it was just, the studio was such a special place, a very, very special place. I would skip lunch. I would skip classes to go and just be there with you. <laughs> Even if it wasn't like you would just be in there and we would play. I don't know if you remember, we had this game Fun Run on the phone and we begged you like, Tiro, please download it, download it. And I just remember coming and playing Fun Run with you sometimes. Where I'm like, I don't want to go to math. I'm just going to go see Tiro. <laughs> <laughs> and just those talks that we would have and you would allow me to just open up and be, be me and be deep because I have a really small family and my older sister, she's 13 and a half years older than me. So I never had someone that I felt like, um, well, I was able to confide in her about a lot of things, but you know, an age, an age gap is yeah. difficult. Yeah. So it was really, and especially with sisters, cause like siblings, yeah. there's automatically, you know, like family stuff and then there's such a separation and yeah, you know, into her sort of going into adulting stuff by then right but then now it's beautiful because you know now I'm an adult so it's like that relationship is just exactly what I want it to be so I just feel like life just moves in the way that it should in that way that's amazing that's amazing okay we're at four number four so what are some lessons now you said a couple right uh, but what are some other lessons that you learned in the studio that you think about or use today? I did say a lot. You did. I, I did. I did say a lot of things. I feel like everything I'm saying is kind of intertwining into the next question. And that's but, what happened. Which, yeah. yeah, like the natural flow. But truly yeah. the discipline for me, the discipline and, and realizing how powerful that I can be. I have a lot of power and Dion tells me that Dion, a lot of people in my life tell me this, but Dion tells me this the most. I have so much power and I'm capable of being so powerful. I have to trust myself to use those gifts. And I feel like back in high school, I was so powerful and I was powerful enough to show everybody the gifts that I had. Um, 
and it's just, like this is so crazy reflecting now just having like a moment of like wow I used to be and I still am but a different version of this like powerful disciplined Kayla but in different parts of my life yeah so I learned to be powerful and I learned to be disciplined because you were like Kayla get up in the front you're gonna get in the front and you're gonna show everybody how to do it you're yeah, gonna stay after yeah. with me and I'm gonna tell you that you have to point your toes you have to do this you have to do that yeah and I was never okay. upset by that I said <laughs> okay and I did it it's do it true. again do it again do it again okay I'll do it it's true and you know what when we so last summer we kind of re, you know reconnected over at yeah. um uh, around Poe Reservation, which is like one of my favorite places. places ever. You introduced me to that beautiful place. <laughs> oh my God, that's a great place. And uh, and I remember we were sitting, you know, on the rocks by the waterfall, yes. and talking yeah. not about this this yoga position, but a, a different one that you were yeah, like that I had auditioned for or whatever. And I remember, you know, you had the that that there was like, you know, a little anxiety about it, and you were kind of unsure of yourself. And I was like, no, no, it's Kayla magic. Like you just go and you bring yourself and everything else is going to be fine. Yeah. And then that thing, like, you know, didn't work out, but then you found this other thing. So mm -hmm. you just carry that, that magic with you and you're going to be fine. I am. I have to tell myself that. Yeah. It's well, okay. I'll, I'll just, I'll keep telling you that. How's that? Yeah, please. Kayla, it's going to be okay. It's fine. <laughs> It's all, it's all good tomorrow you got tomorrow like there's another exactly. thing coming I your do. way tomorrow <laughs> uh yeah discipline yeah that's one thing i really sometimes that's a hard thing especially now like post pandemic trying to get kids like back into uh, a routine that got like drops like everything just got yeah. dropped for 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 us for like two years and so now like they're walking into the studio and I'm like, okay, ah, and they're like, <laughs> like they don't know, they don't know what to do with me. So <laughs> some of them respond and some of them are like, uh, like yeah, we'll, we'll see about that. But yeah. it's an important, it's important. Discipline is important. It is. It really is. Yeah. Um, okay. So you had said earlier that like, you know, you've kind of always been you from, you know, then to now, but we all go through changes. We all go through things. So how have you changed since high school? Um, anxiety. <laughs> I went to college and started to experience this little thing that people call anxiety this little big thing mm -hmm. and that has changed my life it's changed how I function it's changed how I do things not for the worst completely but a lot for the better because I had to do things to keep myself up to make sure that I can't fall I cannot fall mm -hmm. because if I fall it's going to be bad you know what I mean like I have to make sure I'm like outside drinking my water eating doing my yoga teaching teaching makes me so happy but also it can drain you like I'm sure you know like giving so much of yourself to people mm -hmm. all day long and then it's like you go home and you're like oh, now I have to tend to myself but then sometimes you never get around to it yeah that's you true you just don't get around to it and you kind of lose that that routine 
which is why I need that discipline in my life. Because if I lose that discipline, then everything just crumbles. Yeah. No, it, it's true. And we're actually going to talk about that self-care stuff towards the end. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that pulling away and then recharging and sleep, yeah. like sleep. Um, that all of those things are, are, it's a requirement. It's not even just like a, oh, I need to, I'll get around it. No, like it's a requirement and, Mm -hmm. and you do have to be disciplined in order to keep feeding that cycle. So I'm glad you know that. Um, yeah, I'm different in that way, but then I'm different in just, I feel more like myself. I feel like I've stepped into who I wanted to be now. I'm like, I dress however I want. You know, I made the big step a few years ago to cut my hair. I was so attached to my hair. Mm-hmm. It's like hair is everything to a black woman. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you have a lot of hair, mm-hmm. that's like the, that's the standard of beauty for black women. Right. And I was just tired of it because I was waking up, I had to do my hair all the time, wash it. And I was like, I'm cutting it. I'm cutting it. Going to the barbershop and I'm cutting it. And I did it. And I think that's what, that is what paved the way to make me just be who I want to be and do whatever I want. And I went to college for speech pathology because, you know, I thought that was the right thing to do for me and for my family and to make them proud. Mm -hmm. But then when I graduated, I was just like, I don't really want to do this. I want to, I want to give myself to people and have people receive me in other ways. Mm -hmm. And I loved doing yoga. We would go to Soul Flight together sometimes. Yep. And hang upside down. Yeah. And I was just like, this is what I want to do. Yeah. So I stepped into my power since high school. I love that. And <laughs> about the hair, you know, you you've done that big chop several several yes, times I have. <laughs> along the way. You know, like she'd have like these gorgeous braids or curls everywhere, or, you know, big afro. And then, then like, I'd see her and she's like, you know, like where, where she is now. And I'm like, where did it all go? So I, I had to, I had to cut it off. So like, that's, I think that was just you emerging slowly. And then mm-hmm. that sort of pull towards what is that cultural norm? Yes. And what is the thing that I really am that I really want to be? Yeah. 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 And then I colored it. So that was another big step for me. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's like brown. <laughs> yeah. No, I love it. It's it's beautiful. Um, okay. So we're moving into six right now. So then and now, right? What would your adult self tell your high school self <clears throat> now to kind of help ease the way? Soothe. I would tell my younger self to just continue being authentic. Mm. Authenticity is really important to me. And I, you know, when you meet new people, you don't truly show them like your full self, your full weird side. And, but as I've gotten older, I'm just like, I, you know, I really don't care. Like if I hear a good song in the supermarket, I might start busting a move in the aisle. You know, or like if I'm in a really good mood sometimes when I'm walking outside, I'll just like bob my head side to side and just not really care what what people think or how people view me. So I just really want to tell my younger self and just like 
give her a hug and be like, it's okay to just be you. And it's okay to just do whatever you want without worrying about any consequences. Because I'm such a forward thinker and I, and I've always been a forward thinker. I'm always thinking about the future, always thinking about like, what if, or thinking in the past, like, oh my God, this person might've thought this about me or it doesn't matter in the end because everybody has, everyone is on this earth for a different purpose. We are all walking our own path. So it's like, you know, I might be very interested in what other people are doing, but I don't have to really watch them and be like, oh, that person is like doing that. It doesn't really matter at all. You just, so I hope that she knows that. Yeah. Just be authentic to you. And the Kayla magic is enough. It's, it's enough. I don't have to worry about anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And I, and I think, you know, I think Kayla, teenage Kayla kind of had some of that, had some of that wisdom then, you know, you, you didn't, you didn't get caught up in trends. You didn't, you know, fashion, like wasn't, didn't right. drive yeah. you, uh, you know, you were, you were, you were probably from then to now, probably the most, I'll say like consistent as far as your personality and the, and the, the, the way that you are. And, and I think that that's, what's so attractive to, to like me as a person that it, it's very steady. Mm-hmm. It's very like, I know what to expect. And I like this, <laughs> this person. And I'm glad mm-hmm. that she didn't really change, you know, that much short of just being older and wiser and yeah. a little calmer. You oh, know. Thanks. You're, you're so sweet to me. <laughs> always all authentic <laughs> um okay moving on let's go to question seven. Oh uh, yeah this one what's something that you are grappling with now to be honest mm. anxiety and figuring out what my passions are in life mm. i have one which is teaching but I really reflect all the time. My mind is like this all day, every day, because I'm just thinking about so many different things. Mm-hmm. And I'm just not really sure, you know, where my life is going to take me, which is also okay because I grow and change and move with life every single day. Mm-hmm. But then the anxiety on my shoulder is like, no, right now, you have to think about your whole entire life, your five-year, 10-year, 20-year plan and how everything's going to go. But then over here, I'm like, no, I don't. I can just be present and move, move like the wind, you know, just flow. So it's just, it's a constant battle and it's hard. And honestly, I got COVID in 20, in 20, in December, <laughs> in 20, I got COVID in December. And I feel like after I got that, things just kind of, things really shifted for me. Mm. Like I was sick, sick for like two weeks or a week and a half. Mm -hmm. And then I was, my body was still recovering. And then I kind of just lost everything. I lost my, my flow, my personal practice, my routine. Mm. And so I'm really now trying to build that back up because that's very important to me. And it's, 
it like I said earlier if I don't have that I'm like down right um down bad so no, nothing like a little COVID to just like I know the world really, in the worst way really it was you know they always talk about like the after after you get COVID what happens I'm like yeah you know I experienced like that brain fog and Mm-hmm. so it, it was a struggle because I would always practice yoga and then I after that I didn't practice for months I just didn't feel yeah it was it was hard and I was also off from Columbia off for the semester for the winter break right. so I had a, like a long time to not do anything right and then once I got back in that groove when the semester started things started to pick back up do you think so, do you think um, that that break actually strengthened your resolve? What, like once you found your your routine again? I think so. I think I felt like I needed that break because I was also drained from the semester. Mm. Um, but in a way it did, in a way, it allowed me to just reset and kind of figure out how I want to move forward mm-hmm. come January, come when I start teaching again. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, because once I started, things have just been, things have been pretty good. Yeah. Falling in place. Yeah. In place. And, and I've always been a big, like the, the, yes, you're talking about that, you know, the planning version of you and the rolling with it. And I, and I think that we live in somewhere in the middle of that, right. On any given time, like you need to be mindful, you need to live moment to moment, and you need to kind of have a, a sense of where you want to go. And that that's, you just can't, you can't live only in like in an either or it's an and right. Um, But I've always been, and, and my, my life and my career seems to have fallen, you know, to this where, you know, opportunities will come in front of you. I mean, you can look for opportunity, of course, you know, you can create opportunity too, but sometimes things are put in front of you and then you have to make a decision. Like how is this, which which direction am I going to go? What path am I going to take? And sometimes you just need to like take the opportunity. And even if it's not the forever thing, it's, it's how, what can I get out of this? What kind of growth, you know, can I, can I get? And, and, you know, the, the, Spring Valley job, my, my career, you know, came out of that, just like kind of going from one thing to another until this big opportunity came up in front of me that turned into a bigger opportunity. And I was like, oh, now I got to get serious. Like, now I really got to get serious. And, you know, and then 25 years later, like I'm sitting here talking to you. So I think that's what I'm, that's what I'm going to go through soon. I feel like I have this great opportunity right now and then this bigger opportunity is going to come and it's going to be like all right Kayla time to get into it do it like this is not a joke anymore mm-hmm. this yeah. is full time and you know you got to get with the schedule and it will really help me it'll keep me it'll keep me um grounded yeah certainly so um so my zoom just quit like bang just quit like mid-sentence so we're gonna try and pick this up we were talking about about opportunities that that kind of present themselves 
Um, <laughs> technical glitches. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I definitely see, um, I see big things for Kayla Tavares. Thank you. I need to hear the, my love language is words of affirmation. If so now, if that makes sense, just remember me as a high schooler and you just me coming to you and you just giving me advice. I just needed to hear all of that because that just makes me sad. It does. Yeah. We, we, we reconnect every once in a while and yeah. we kind of get, get into it. And, and it's for, you know, for both of us. Um, yeah. Take a breath. All right. So that was question seven. Now we're going to go, oh, question eight. So tell me, there's going to be two things. One, one thing you miss about your high school self and one thing that's gotten better about your adult self. So what I miss, miss about my high school self is how free I was. I was so like, Free as a bird, just walking around, happy, going to dance, just being myself, messing around with my friends, you know, like Manny and <laughs> Gabby and Victor, just being there with them. Like, I miss that so much. And I guess I kind of mourn that part of myself because now we're all adults and we have jobs and we live not near each other. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of, I kind of, I guess those two questions go hand in hand now that I'm talking about it because like I miss that part of myself, but then now things are just so different because we're not teenagers anymore. You know, I'm I'm turning 25 at the end of this month. Can you believe that? 25. No, no. I mean, yes, but. But like you saw me, you saw me grow. You know, you saw me go through such a crucial time in a teenager's life Mm -hmm. so I just miss how free I am but now I'm just like I appreciated that and I appreciate be still being friends with all of these people Mm -hmm. and us supporting each other Mm -hmm. in this new phase of our life so I was always, and, we, and I know we, we, I talked about this like probably in, in Manny's and Dora Elijah's mm-hmm. uh, interview. That class, that 2015 class was a ridiculously <laughs> close knit group. We were, friends. we, and I'm not sure how, but I, we all knew each other from elementary school, preschool. I've known Manny since fifth grade. Right. And Emily, I've known since Margette's, which was a primary school. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you usually grow up with all of these people, but I just don't know why all of us, even beyond my friend group, just the grade collectively, mm-hmm. like, I'm still don't know. I don't know. Yeah. No, and, and you, you've, you've stuck with each other. I, you know, like, you, 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 you're doing your life and that's just the way it goes. But you're always, like, present in each other's consciousness yeah we not we like are. you haven't put them away you know yeah. still there with each other yeah. um i it's it's a beautiful thing and i i enjoyed 
seeing those relationships kind of happening in front of me. And then it was so much like, this was a class where like, I'd have them come over for taco nights and, and <laughs> let's dance. Yes. You know, just dance. <laughs> chocolate chip cookies and you know all that. And like, they, they'd be like in my, in my dining room and in my living room and just be doing their thing. And playing these word games and, yes. and having these deep intellectual conversations conversation at like 13. Uh, no, not 13. It was like, well, maybe you were, but. But like in like front 16, of you, like 15, 17. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, I'm just, I'm like looking at these kids, like, and, and my husband was also kind of like tickled by the whole thing. And then they would get like these deep conversations with my husband and he was like, <laughs> okay, you know, <laughs> It's just, it, they're just, they were just, they're lovely. Like they're the loveliest, deepest, you know, kind of people. And, and I think that that's why I've stayed, you know, like connected. Cause I want to see where these minds and where these personalities are going to go. I, I want to see what's like next steps for them as they move on. Yeah. We're doing some things. We sure are. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's just I, really, I got to get Dwayne now, Dwayne and Dion. That's yeah, you do. On the books at some point, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Number nine. Ready? If you could give a piece of sage advice to high school students now, what would that be? Can I say a few things? Mm -hmm. okay. I know that from what I've seen online on the TikTok, because mm -hmm. I am on the TikTok, mm -hmm. <laughs> that some kids struggle with having friends and having genuine people around them. And I think that I've never struggled with that. And I'm very grateful for that. Mm -hmm. And I would just hope that, you know, now that things are kind of I don't want to say lessening with the pandemic, but you know, people Coming are back, back in school and back, yeah. I would say keep really good close friends. And it doesn't have to be like a humongous group, but you always need people there to support you and you know have a little laugh and share some common interests. I feel like that was such a big part of my life and it still is having friends and having people around me that genuinely care about me and support me and that we want to support each other is really important for me. So I would tell them that, you know, be authentic. If you, it's really easy these days to kind of fall into the trap of wanting to be like everybody else. Like, I feel like now social media is like a crazy thing. I didn't really grow. I mean, we grew up. It was there. It was there, but we weren't on it. You know, we were like Instagram was just starting and then like Snapchat. Right. But we were just Snapchat. like, yeah. <laughs> Snapchat. Like Snapchat was a thing, but now it's just like, that's no one has a conversation. Mm. It's just like, I just want to be in my phone. But there are those few people that are like, no, I want to get out into the world and just be me and be authentic and like meet people that want to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. So I just like, hope for them to be just be yourself continue to be yourself like have those close people around you those are the two most important things to me because I feel like it carries you 
you know it does carry you along with so many other things but it's and it's hard it's hard like especially for students who were in school online you know I was on school I was in school online but I was I had gone through like five years of college at that time I was like I don't care just just get me out of this online schooling but some of them had to do it for two years of the rest of their high school you know career that's true it's it's a loss it is it's a really big loss and I yeah those kids they were robbed it's they were robbed and so that's why I'm just like I hope and pray for them that starting now and like continuing for the rest of their school years that they're able to just find themselves because it can be really easy now to lose parts of you because you got robbed of a lot of parts of you yeah that development was just like stunted Mm -hmm. and now they have to find it as an older person and that's a harder thing to do yeah it is you don't have the the safety net you know making mistakes you know in a safe safer place you know with with adults around you like constantly and Mm -hmm. different it's different so it'll be interesting to see how like the class of 2020 and the class of 2021 you know kind of emerge in the next five six years yeah ah well we have arrived at the 10th question 10th and final question which is now circling back to what you had started to bring up actually in the beginning of the conversation which is what are three and it could be more self-care practices that you do to help center or regulate yourself okay so one of them is actually cooking i started cooking when the pandemic started because i was like i can't go out and sit at a restaurant anymore because Dwayne and i love to go out to eat that's one of our favorite things to do Mm. so i was like can't go out to eat i'm just gonna start cooking and i would cook for hours I would do like carrot cakes from scratch pasta sauces from scratch Mm. I'm like my sister's bridal shower this past summer I did all the food for it bruschetta meatballs like fruit platters I Dwayne got me a cutting board with my name on it (laughs) I love cooking that is if I'm like in a bad mood and I'm like I had a long day at work some people are like, oh, long day at work. I'm not going to cook. I'm like, long day at work. Get me in that kitchen, turn the stove on, and I'm going to get going. So that's my biggest thing right now. Like, I love to cook. It brings me so much peace. Put in my headphones, put in my music, or sometimes I'll watch a show, and I'll just, like, create so many different things. I pickle mm-hmm. onions. Oof. I make garlic confit. I, you know, I'm terrible. I'm coming to you. <laughs> Forget tacos. Oh, I make tacos too. I make like a cauliflower, a cali- roasted cauliflower with beans. And then I put like roasted peppers on it. Mm. I, I cook. Mm. Mm. Okay, so I do that. That's one self-care thing. Another thing is music. I've fallen in love with music over the last, five years I make playlists for everything every mood every single yoga class I have a different playlist like my phone can I show you really fast just 
I'll scroll through it just to show you how many playlists I have because it just means that much to me. So I'm just gonna scroll. Oh my god! I make a, I make a playlist for everything. Wow! You yes. have more playlists than I do. Holy cow! And I just I really tap in, and I'm just working out how like one song ends and transitions to the other song and the mood of it and how I want the yoga class to go. Especially in my yoga classes, I make sure that I have a good playlist because it's important. That's an important part to me. And I just want to share that with other people. Like, hey, see how this song, you know, makes you feel when you're doing your sun salutation. See how this song makes you feel when you're in down dog. Love it. I'm like here for it. So mm. that's another thing that I love to do. Mm. And then I love to be outside in my hammock. I have a hammock. Go to the park, hang it up and just swing. Swing, I bring my snacks, bring my water, the music, yeah. and I just hang there. So it's nice that it's getting warm now. And I also have a bike. I have a foldable bike. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So I just picked it up from my mom's house yesterday. So I'm going to start riding my bike again. Good, good. So and really, now, that it's, now that it's getting nice out, like yeah. very soon, another Rampo reservation, we're just going to walk oh, over. Yes. Yeah. Sit on the rocks by the waterfall and just be like, just, yeah, that day was, that day was magical. Oh, and I journal. I started journaling. But I'm more of a, I like to talk out loud to myself type of thing. I need to process it that way. But I guess sometimes I have a little thought that I'm just like, I'll just Well, you could out. always just record yourself and then like transcribe it later or listen to it later. You're so right. I would, I'm going to do that. There's voice memos for a thing. Yeah, exactly. It's like, hello. <laughs> la, 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 la. <laughs> Yeah. I'm I'm more I'm more of a it's here I have to do this in order to get it out because then I need to edit like I, I really I need right. to edit big time um I need to just kind of like get it out and then look at it and go is that what I really meant and then yeah sort of craft it true. from there but yeah. uh, some people just gift of gab yeah I have the gift of the gab sometimes <laughs> sometimes I'm just like really quiet and then other times you can't it's like all right Kayla just be quiet it's, it's enough it's, today is one of those days I feel like I'm just like ah. well this, this was it was good it was good for yeah you. it was you, it you was shared, shared a tremendous amount so I think that that brings us to the conclusion of this uh wonderful episode nine of change for the better the power of arts in education. Thank you to my dear friend, Kayla Tavares. Love, love, love. For love sharing her. with us um, all your thoughts. And uh, tune in next week for episode 10. I can't believe we got, we're getting to 10. It's crazy. And um, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Love you so much.